Hey, it's Madison, the Black Eagle, and here's a highlight from today's show. And, and let, me, let me tell you the one question that I just did not know the answer to. And I know that folk on the right were going to try and uh, 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 try to make a Congressman Anthony Brown seem like a hypocrite. Oh, oh, you voted against the waiver for Mattis because it was Donald Trump. He just explained, wait a minute, no, 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 uh-uh. Trump wouldn't even allow him to come in and answer questions that we had. And General, retired General Lloyd Austin, he, he, he just, he, had, he answered all the questions on both sides. See, there, you understand the difference. You understand the difference. And you have to understand, this is why it's so important for members of Congress to explain this to the general public and, and, and to counter folks who, you know, who will not give you the whole story. Wow. Um, James from Georgia. Um, James from Georgia. Let me take your uh, call right now. Go ahead, James. Yes. I'm a uh, Army Ranger veteran. And I just want to say that there was a lot of racism in the Vietnam War. Uh, and I like to see a commission formed by Congress for persons like myself to come in and testify. One incident where all the black rangers were in a tent, the white rangers planted Claymore mines to kill all of us. I caught it in time, went to the uh, charge of quarters. And he called me the N-word, and I, I lost it. I jumped on him in his, uh, in his little runner. To make a long story short, I was ordered to be court-martialed, and they never, I said, that's fine, court-martial me, but investigate this incident. They refused to investigate it. And it's been bothering me for over 50-something years. I like, you know, to form a commission for all these crimes, racial crimes that was done in the military and nothing has been done about it. I think it needs to come to light. Like, you know, we need a commission for black soldiers like myself. We need to come into DC and testify. So what, what, uh, let me break this down because there's some people listening, particularly younger people, but I, 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 I hear you loud and clear and I don't want to put words in your mouth. Again, this goes back to, Reconciliation, truth and reconciliation. And let's take um, John from Illinois. Uh, Go ahead, John. You're on with Madison. It's 44 after the hour. Good morning, Mr. Madison. I'm a retired Army Ranger in my heart. Went out for that gentleman that called in. He said he's been suffering for 50 years. But I will tell him, because of him, I made it through school, and there's a lot of black rangers out there that looked like him, and we made it. And I think about uh, a lot of the military, it is racist, but look what we did for this country. We would probably never knew who General Patton was. It went from the Black Rangers, the Triple Nickel, the 761st, you know, and... Uh, and, and don't leave out the Navy. Whoa, 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 don't leave out the Navy, the Golden 13. And the Golden 13, I'm sorry. And oh, yes, the <laughs> ladies, I think it was, what is that? 
yeah. 66 picks or whatever. Yep. Yep. But I'll tell him, I'm like you, Joe. We need a better commission. I yeah. think about that movie, Brubaker. When they went to the panel, they had the civilian and they had the prison panel, and they had a black gentleman sitting there talking, and they questioned his doubt. He said, because I used to be one of them. In other words, he was in prison. He got out. He bettered himself. So, you know, you need a military civilian, and you need somebody like within the the Black Caucus to stand up for us. Yeah, you know, and and again, I know that um, uh, Derek Johnson had a very interesting observation when he said he, he has a little reservation about what we would call truth and reconciliation. And I understood exactly what where he was coming from. And so whatever you call it, um, what I was trying, what, what spurred my thought was don't, you know, you cannot have a panel of a few commissioners and, and, and then sit up here and look at the, the society as a whole and say, okay, this is how we're going to deal with it. Um, you've got to unpack every institution, historically all the way to the current day. Yes. Historically okay. all the way to the current day. And that's why that call from the ranger of the Vietnam era um, you got to, you got to have. He's got to be part of the testimony. That's what I guess right. I'm trying to say. He has to be I, part of the testimony because. It, and and by the way, the same thing goes with media. I because I, one of the big my 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 one of my biggest pet peeves is when I listen to these uh, uh, people who are currently broadcasters and and when. When they get caught up into something, they say, oh, this never happened before. And I'm sitting here going, oh, yes, it has. <laughs> wait, wait a minute. Of course it yeah, has. Yeah. And you, so, therefore, you can't get to the truth until you've honestly dealt with what? The past. The past. And you got to have folk who've been there who can tell you. Know, you. Can I say one more thing? Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. I've never seen so many pretty white guys in my life. No beards. Neat mustache, haircuts. It's a lot of them after that uh, insurrection. Uh, they are pretty now. <laughs> yeah, well, and, 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 yeah, I guess if, yeah, right. Well, but I mean, it goes back to uh, something Sherry was just pointing out. What I said yesterday. You don't don't make the same mistake that Abraham Lincoln made. Amen. Um, don't do it. Be, I, I'm sorry because as this, as uh, my good friend, her her piece she she wrote, and, and and she wrote this piece. You know, you can't have, uh, you you can't have forgiveness until you have, and and Derek Johnson said it. Until you've had, I'm talking about Sophia Nelson. You until you have uh, people who admit that no no. This is what's so interesting. None of these members of Congress. None of these members of Congress have expressed regret. None of them. None of them. They have not expressed regret for their vote that they took on the very day that um, uh, that uh, 
that, that, that these folks were part of the insurrection. But she wrote, and this is the paragraph that I always refer to, President Biden desperately wants to heal the nation. But look, there cannot be healing without first apology, regret, repentance, restitution, and change. You can't even Amen. begin to to heal. And no and, and so where's the regret? No, where's the regret? I voted the way I did. Where's the repentance? I repent. I'm sorry. Where's the apology? There is none. And and by the way, we we can't hardly get we we, we can't hardly get the, the 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 Congress or the presidents of the United States. Do I dare bring up apologize for slavery? How in the fuck can you talk about truth and reconciliation when people are arguing whether or not we sh- the nation should apologize for slavery? Now, I know Clinton did a little bit of this and a little bit of that. Hell, we can't even get the United States Senate to pass a anti-lynching law when the Thank vice president, let me hold on. See, you interrupted me at the wrong time. <laughs> when the vice president, the former vice president, they called for his lynching. They called for his lynching. And wait and wait a minute. And 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 you can't get an anti-lynching law? It ought to be the first thing on the agenda. Amen. May I add? May I add? that the current vice president, when she was a U.S. senator along with others, introduced the Emmett Till anti-lynching bill. I can play the videotape. I wonder where that suggestion came from. Hello. I don't, don't get, hey, should, hey, and, and you had McConnell who said, oh, I thought we had one. Oh, well, we can get that done. I thought we did that a I long time ago. I thought we did that in the 60s. See, this is why I tell you, I'm not, ba- I'm not taking a back seat. And you weren't born yesterday. Uh, I'm not taking a back seat to, to these broadcasters. Oh, this all just happened. Look, I, I am, I am, I, I'm listening. Look, to the staff people and to members of Congress, right now, you, wait a minute. Are you telling me that you just faced a group that threatened to lynch the vice president of the United States, and you, and there is hesitation. With for the first time, there have been how many times? Two hundred and listen to me, two hundred and sixty attempts at passing an anti-lynching law. Our colleague over at POTUS, he he called he called and asked. Well, he was with us yesterday, uh, Olivier. Uh, Knox, who uh, is uh, actually the incoming president of the White House Correspondents, and he said, Joe, I'm interviewing uh, uh, the Senate Majority Leader, Mitch McConnell, and do you have a question? And I said, you know what? Yes. Asked him if he would support anti-lynching legislation. There have been 200 attempts at it. There is no Mm -hmm. federal anti-lynching law. And we had Danny Davis, Congressman Danny Davis, in yeah, the studio, course. and he's he's formulating a, 
uh, uh, legislation. Well, he asked the question, Here's, hear this, and I just wanted you to, to hear your, uh, I wanted you to hear Senator Mc, uh, Mitch McConnell's response. You have a, a personal connection to the American Civil Rights Movement. Some Democrats now are calling for a national anti-lynching law at the federal level. Is that something you think you, you would support? Gosh, I thought we did that many years ago. There have been a lot of attempts at it, something like 200 efforts, but I don't believe there's actually been one that's passed. Really? I, honestly, I hadn't thought about it. I, I thought that was done back during LBJ or some period like that, but if we, if we need one at the federal level, I certainly would support it. Whoa. Fantastic. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm looking into introducing something on the there you, I, I, hey, That's ha, ha, fantastic. Hey. Oh, that's so good to hear. Well, Will you uh, hold on to that? Well, I'm going to <laughs> hey, excuse me. I will send it to you. Consider it done. <laughs> That, that was our response, Senator. We, I mean, I played, I played what a it. Wonderful this, day. I played, what a wonderful day. <laughs> I played it this morning, and I said, "What? Are you kidding me?" Yeah, keep that tape and make copies. Put one in a safe. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know this is on. Let me tell you, it's on the way to you. So you gotta. And now, now let me tell you. Go ahead, get with Congressman Davis. <laughs> Y'all get this uh, legislation, the, get it right. written. Now, you got 200 attempts, so pick one. You know, yeah. <laughs> pick a bill. Yeah. And, and, you, and now you got him on record. Now, play the, now, pull the other one. Now, pull, no, pull the other tape up. Pull the one from Steny Hoyer. Pull the one up from what, when, when, when Steny Hoyer called us. You know which one I'm talking about, Daryl? I think Darryl I do. I'm searching right now. Yeah, and you know when we had when Steny Hoyer called it because this this because I'm going to tell you where this started. See, this started. I was at a Washington University alumni event. Uh, former Congressman Gephardt and Steny Hoyer were on the stage. I was um, moderating a discussion, brilliant discussion between. Uh, with the two of them. And after it was over, um, well, you know, I, I went up to Steny Hoyer. He's a leader. He's a leader of the, of the House of, of, um, of Representatives. Three minutes after the hour, when you get it, in the meantime... Let me do this. Let, 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 uh, Darryl, let, let's do this, uh, Sam, while Daryl's looking for it. Let's go to, um, let's go to the um, phones, and, just, and then we'll, we'll pull it up. Uh, Bruce. I'll take Bruce, who's a first-time caller uh, from Georgia. So we're just going to punt and, and get right to the calls in this last hour of, the, of, of Friday. Go ahead, Bruce, from Georgia, first-time caller. Hi. Uh, yes, uh, yes, sir, Mr. Madison. Um, how you doing? I, I've been enjoying your show and everything, and um, first time calling. I just want to comment on on what your last guest was talking about, and I agree 100% with him, and I understand um, w w what he was saying. Um, I agree on that because we. I think that these are code words that the 
Republicans are using to say, let's let our people know that we're going to make sure that we stay in power. We're going to keep this racism going on. We're going to keep the blacks back into their um, place. We want the Democrats um, to allow us to um, in the hand um, about this um, um, about this insurrection. We need to make sure, I'm going to make sure that when I get to my senators and to my congresspeople, that I am hoping that they talk loud and strong on making sure that these people get equal justice. If, if we don't get equal justice, that means that we're not moving forward past this racism. That's right. If we, if we keep on every, every time we have a president in the office, um, um, they want us to stay quiet. They want us to not to speak too loud about all the crap they do every time they get in power. Yeah. And and if the Democrats allow this to happen, I think we're going to lose a lot of voters on the next go around. And oh, we don't need to do that. Yeah, we, no, you're absolutely right. And, and again, I'll I'll use one of the lines from Amanda Gorman's poem. Silence isn't peace. Silence isn't peace. And and uh, what happened two weeks ago, more than two weeks ago, with the insurrection was anything but peace. And so this is we're not I'm not I'm not interested in talking unity at this point in time before without. I want to hear some not I want to hear regret. I want I want to hear apology. I want restitution. I want I want these people arrested. They should be used as an example, much like if it were African-Americans who had done the same thing that these folk did. They would be making an example of us. Now, I'm not going to sit up here and apologize for that because anybody and everybody listening to me knows I'm telling the bare truth they they would make an example and 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 but yet oh uh, whoa 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 wait and you don't hear and you don't hear these folks and that's why i said about the anti-lynching bill wait wait a minute somebody builds a gallow puts up a, a hangman's noose goes into the united states senate and says hang the vice president in essence lynch the vice president and now, you, and, and you just heard the speaker said, oh, I thought we, uh, so, hey, if there ever was a time to, to have a voice vote on an anti-lynching bill, and now is the time. Because if those crazy people had gotten, uh, uh, had gotten into there, who knows if they might have dragged P- Pence out and, and, and tried to lynch him. At least they said they wanted to lynch him. I'll take their word for it. Uh, and, and that's what I'm saying. And, and I look, I understand McConnell is, I know we've got an impeachment trial that they want to push off till February. I know that Joe Biden has a almost a $2 trillion uh, spending bill to help poor people with, with that. Hey, let, let's, let, do me a favor. Why don't we get the easy stuff out of the way first? You know, because what, what would it take? 
All it takes is people standing on the floor of the United States Senate. You already had it passed the House. Just stand on the floor of the United States Senate and say, you know what? We almost got lynched. Don't you think we need an anti-lynching bill? Everybody in favor say aye, aye. All opposed? And, and then it's, it's law. Now, you don't think it's important? Look, it, let me tell you. If I were a member of the United States Senate and these folks came to lynch me, I'd pass a freaking anti-lynching bill before I'd have lunch. And you and you are um, exactly right, um, Mr. Madison. On um, on the last thing is that I think um, that's a cold word on saying that we're going to keep white racism alive because how do senators, Thank you. if they're not on the on the side of prosecuting these people, they are on the side of agreeing on what had happened. This Thank happened you. to America. Of course they are. That's the side. Look, man. Look, look. Hey, 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 Bruce. That it, it, just cut it. Just put it where the ghosts can get it. You, it's this is, this is silence. Shh. Let's have unity. Shh. Let's not talk about it. Shh. Silence. Silence does not mean peace. And these folk involved are not peaceful people. Y'all need to just sometimes. You don't have to be all philosophical. Sometimes you just got to be straight. Uh, let me take um, – now, did you find the Steny Hoyer piece? Anyway, no, but Sam's working on that right now. Uh, let me – I thought it was uh, like we used it uh, anyway as a, uh, a rejoiner. Is it – hello, Pat. Hi. Uh, is Pat available? This is Tess. Pat. Oh, uh, how do you spell it? I'm sorry. They put P-A-T up on the screen. P-E-S-S. Oh, I'm sorry. Go right ahead. Thank you. Thank you for taking my call. I think one of the biggest things that I that has concerned me is that I'm realizing, and I should have realized it years ago, is that what it's come down to is there's a group of people out there that do not want to compete. There was a time where they didn't have to compete. We had the best bricklayers, the best carpenters, the, the anything that you can name. Because we had to learn how to do those things. And now when we get into corporate America, you have some very educated and smart people that are competing and taking these jobs, earn these jobs, and they don't want to compete with us. Yep. Now, you don't get an argument from me. No, this is this is the this is uh, what are they? uh, This is the systemic racism. This is the. uh, you know, it, it, it's the basis of argument about this is why they were opposed to affirmative action. Um, uh, every law you could think of, from housing to employment to loans, you know, again, this virus, everything you could think of was thrown up as an obstacle so that you didn't have to compete. You're absolutely right. And then so you get a head start. You got a head start. You're you're up against people who did not have the same obstacles. And then when somebody says, okay, let's get rid of the obstacles, y'all can compete now. Well, wait a minute. You had a 250-year 
advance, a, a, a head start. Head start. You had a you had a head start. You held you held us back. Oh well, that shouldn't bother you. That should not be an, an issue. Why? Of course, it's an issue. Of course, it. Well, no. Well, then, uh, uh, no. Just you. It, it, well, hey, look. You want to compete. You want to get. You want to get where we are. Yes. Then just run faster. I mean, this is, I mean, this is this is again. I can. This is. This is not brain surgery, and and you're and and now what's happening, is the laws have been put in place, the op, the, the the obstacles are, are for the most part, not what they used to be, but there's still obstacles out there now. Don't get me wrong, and, oh, yes. and 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 then some people will, and then the, as I always say, there be people who will argue, I'm not racist, and I would prob, and I would say to you. You're probably not. But guess what? Let me ask you this. There are people, and I said this on Tom Hartman's show, and they just, you have to, it's not enough for saying I'm not racist. You have to be anti-racist. A lot of people who aren't racist benefit from racism. Because the question is, do you stand up against it? Are you anti-racist? Do you have you done anything to stop it or to prevent it? And just saying I am not is passive. It's passive. Yeah. It's, 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 and so that's why I say if we're going to start with, and I understand exactly what Derek is saying, the head of the NACP, before you, if you're going to talk about truth and reconciliation, you got to start at the very beginning. And you can't sit up here and say, okay, let's examine it. And then, and then somebody says, because I would, I, 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 have, to, I have to find out. Did, did, did the, we've always had this debate. Who was that? Who was that that I asked? Oh, it was Bernie Sanders. Should, if you became president, Boy, we can find that tape. We should find that tape, that interview I did. I, I, boy, I forget about all this good stuff I've done. Remember when I asked Bernie Sanders, if you got elected president of the United States, would you apologize for slavery? Would you apologize for slavery? And he, a, 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 he, he danced around that. He started, it pissed me off. He started lecturing me and therefore the audience on the history of slavery. I didn't oh, ask no, you for did. a history. Yes, he did. I didn't ask you for a history lesson on slavery. If you got elected. Now, here's the, the same question. I'll be honest with you. I, because if you're going to talk about truth and reconciliation, then, then the original sin, the original sin of the United States of America was slavery. So then the question should be to Joe Biden, just got myself in trouble. Hey, this should not be a difficult question for him. As president of the United States, would you officially, you ought to sign, you know what? Here's, you know what? I'm going to say it, and I'm going to say it here. You heard it here for the first time. Joe Biden, President Biden, should sign an executive, 
Hey, Sam, get ready to tweet this out. Joe Biden, President Biden, should sign an executive order apologizing for slavery. I pause for effect. Some folks just passed out. Others said, yay. Yeah. I think that's I, right. I think that's, that's where we start. If you're going to talk about truth, start at the beginning. If you're going to talk about truth, start at the beginning. And I know people with the Biden administration are listening to this show because the folk at the Trump administration listen to this show. Since you're signing, and, and I don't say this in, to be hostile. I say this to be real. Other than that, we're just going to, it's just like we're just talking, we're just talking to each other. We're just talking to each other. Sign the executive order. That's what, I mean, that should be on on record. If you want to talk about unity, like Lincoln, what did Lincoln say? I don't, uh, Lincoln said the one thing no, no, Lincoln said the one thing that I will, I will never regret and I will stand by until the day I die was what? The Emancipation Proclamation. The Emancipation Proclamation. I will not regret it. 19 after the hour. Wow. 20 after. Um, Got to take a break. Got a a couple of commercials I need to catch up on. Um, And when it comes to the anti-lynching bill, we had um, we had uh, we had Steny Hoyer who called up. Steny Hoyer called up and said, you know what? Thank you. You're right. This shouldn't, uh, and so I'm putting those two things on, on, on the table. Your calls, lines are full here with, uh, and, and, and by the way, these should be no-brainers. I'm Madison, the Black Eagle, right here on CSXM Urban View. You can listen to yours truly, Madison, the Black Eagle, live every Monday through Friday on Sirius XM Urban View Channel 126 or anytime on the Sirius XM app.